0: What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the Buy the Hood Podcast slash Webcast. Because I don't know how you're consuming this content. As usual, I'm your host, Jimmy. We have an amazing show lined up for you. First of all, I just want to give a shout out to my brother Corey. He's in the building. Corey, how are you, sir? I'm
1: good. How you feeling, Joe?
0: Oh man, I can't complain to nobody listen. I'm fair and partly cloudy. But listen, um, before we start the show, I just want to say thank you to all the supporters that we have out there. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, keep sharing this content because we want to make sure we get all of these stories out there. These are positive brothers and sisters who are doing amazing work, and we want to make sure they're highlighted and their stories can be told. And we have a, um, a very important guest on again. I can't wait to get into this episode. Um, this brother right here is the president of the African-American Chamber of Commerce. And I wasn't going to say PA, but I see it's listed PA, New Jersey, and Delaware, right? so That's
1: right. That's right.
0: <laughs> Delaware Valley right there. Um, and we're going to get into his story. So, without further ado, I want to introduce our special guest, Mr. Donovan West. How are you, sir?
1: I'm doing great, Jimmy. Man, I really appreciate it, hey, Corey. Thanks for pulling me into this situation. I, you, you're more than welcome. More than welcome.
0: Man, listen, you're you're the newly elected president of the African American Chamber of Commerce, and I, I didn't, you know, realize it was all three states at the you know same time. So that's 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 amazing right there. Um, but Thank like you. we do with all our guests, uh. Can you tell us a little bit about your story? Where did you grow up at? Like, what, what city? Uh, what schools did you attend? Like, you know, what's your background? You
1: know, well, Philadelphia's headquarters, you know, uh, you know, Jama- Jamaican transplant. So, you know, but uh, Philadelphia's always been headquarters. So, I bounce around a lot, but it's always been the main place. So, when you talk about school, you know, high school, you know, Northeast High School. um uh, Northeast. My-
0: North well, me and Corey are both Central guys. So, you know, that's either here uh, right. I,
1: I, I, I don't want you guys to have any... <laughs> technical difficulties all the time and this all uh, right? No, it's all good.
0: It's yeah. all good. So you said Penn State
1: uh, after that? Yeah, I went to Penn State in, uh, my undergrad. So uh, over at Penn State, I got my uh, degree in uh, administration of justice and also in minority stu- studies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I had to make sure I you know I, I stayed connected to our people while I was going through that process over there. You know, so um, and then I, I got my graduate degree out of a mass uh, you know Eastern University. Master's okay. in organizational leadership.
0: So, yeah, highly educated, brother. But let me ask you a question. Um, with that being said, with everything going on with the uh, student loan crisis and uh, the value of college <laughs> being actually questioned these days, mm-hmm. um, I don't. if you had someone that you had to give advice to right now who's out there looking to go to school, what advice would you have? I mean, do you think that college still gives the same value as it once did? Or, or what's your position in terms of, like, higher education these days?
1: Well, I would, you know, um, one size doesn't fit all. So, you know, for that person that's going to school, um, I would ask them, what is it ultimately that they want to become and what they want to do? Um, if they want to figure it out, if they're still trying to figure it out, I would still ask them, you know, while you're still trying to figure it out, uh, how about you do it at a smaller clip in terms of the amount of time that's going by and where you're enrolled, you know, that that uh, price tag can really get up on you. So why don't you go to, you know? community college a school that's a good quality school but at the same time you're able to uh, still figure out what it is you want to do long term until you're able to make that type of commitment and then you can go ahead and transfer Uh, they're very friendly in terms of their their credits being transferable so you know they could go that route or for someone else who's taking a different route a more entrepreneurial route you know think about what it is that they really need to understand uh, as far as the business Um, perhaps they may need to pursue an MBA depending on how complex the business that they're talking about. You know, often when you're trying to secure some additional funding, you're, you're talking to, uh, you know, venture capitalists, things of that nature, your education plays a key role. It's not always about you just hiring the right team, but sometimes you yourself having some, you know, the requisite um, either work experience, education, as well as the team to really make that deal happen. So I think it's on a case-by-case basis mm-hmm. and no longer are people, you know, painting with broad strokes when it comes to, you know, um, participating at, you know, in higher education. And I think that's the way you should go about it.
0: Absolutely. That's, that's, that's all great points. And I think the, the last thing you said is, is what it really boils down to those broad strokes, because um, a lot of us were just like, you're going to college, right? You know, it wasn't, right. and, and you got people who have six figures of debt and don't know what they're doing with themselves right now, but you know, you live and you learn. Um, so did you always uh, want to be in business, uh, you know, as you were in school, is that something that you always wanted to do? How did you end up with business as your profession?
1: No, no. you know, to be perfectly honest, I'm gonna keep it being with you, man. Um, you know, I was against, you know, the the whole entrepreneurial, you know, mission. You know, my mother was a my mother was a serial entrepreneur, you know, she you know, and in many ways, you know, when we talk about stereotypes, well, you know, we were the stereotypical Jamaican family. You know, we had the you know, we had the um you know, the after hour uh event at you know in our basement. So you would come there, you would see the speakers that are you know eight feet tall and you know and the, the crazy sound just emitting from the basement you know selling platters and all, all that stuff when we were younger my mom also taught us how to sew so we were doing that we cleaned homes um so you know sold world book encyclopedia amway uh mary Kay, like you know i i, I can tell you hustling. the whole hustling hustling you know so we were out there heavy and, and um i knew i saw the stress on it and so it was something where um it didn't have the positive effect that um it did in most cases to other people so um i kind of steered off from it um initially until um actually until i got into college so um you know that's when I, I caught the bug a little bit um when i went to financial planning and a lot of those same skills in terms of you know the ability to communicate effectively uh the ability to um to paint a certain kind of picture uh share a vision and then you know bring it home in terms of closing a deal um, it came you know something that um uh, you know that that was very natural um you know but I still had a, a desire to to kind of do a 9 to 5 situation because it seemed a little less hectic uh, nonetheless though that, that that spirit for um you know being an entrepreneur it never went away
0: yeah you said um financial planning was it like a class a professor or like w- was it specifically that <clears throat> that made that shift for you
1: well actually i was um you know my my senior year at my senior year at penn state um, I, re- I did an internship on Capitol Hill. And so I was actually en route to uh, becoming a lawyer um, okay. as an administration of justice major. And uh, a, a very good friend of mine who also was from a similar space in terms of the street, you know, um, he, he was murdered. And so his twin daughters, you know, they no longer had a father. And so it really hit me hard, uh, the fact that, you know, these, these twin girls are now, despite all that his, you know, that that their dad did, um, you know, that they were going to still have to struggle to some extent. Uh, so basically, you know, I, I, I accepted a position with New York Life. So I did financial planning, oh, okay. securities, insurance. I got my Series 6 and 63 study for that Series 7. And I insured the whole hood. In addition to insuring the whole hood, everybody that I knew that was in the game, they all had policies. Um, in addition to that, you know, I was doing financial literacy, you know, courses in everybody's, you know, um, living room it didn't matter, you know, past the chicken wings, you know, while I talk about, <laughs> you know, dollar cost averaging and, and insurance and all the other good stuff. So, um, so that's where I went. It was really an emotional move, but I, you know, I did, I did everything I needed to do in terms of get the certifications and, and get licensed so that I can do it right.
0: Interesting. Interesting. So another, another guest who, um, you know, a tragedy um, kind of brought you to uh you know, kind of do be a servant. As a matter of fact, so it's not wasn't just about business or money. You became a servant to the people that needed it, because um, Absolutely. you know, we're, we're huge proponents of insurance. We tell people all the time, um, that's the one, that's the one policy yeah. that you pay. You know, it's going to have to pay out one day. Yeah, that's, that's the fair.
1: that's the one policy that's always going to pay out. Because everybody getting out of here at one point? Everybody, everybody, everybody. That's <laughs> guaranteed. It's a guaranteed lottery ticket. They're going to punch your ticket sometime. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Now um f- first off, congratulations on um your new appointment as the uh, president of the African American Chamber of Commerce um because I was doing some reading. they said that uh, you were amongst uh eighty plus candidates that you, that you were chosen. they were looking in all different states always as far as like maryland and d c and um yeah so 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 how was that process and uh is this something that you ever envisioned
1: No, I mean, when I heard the numbers when I heard that they had you know that this uh search for the next you know president CEO took place in several um, states and uh, that the, there was a, you know, a very good mix of candidates and things of the nature. You know, I, you know, I had a moment where I was just like, well, that was nice. You know, that was a good, that was a good attempt to step outside of my box and in, in terms of, you know, getting into this kind of space, you know, as a candidate. Um, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, I, in terms of me being the best, no, I never doubted that. I just thought about when as far as this search went, perhaps they may be looking for something else. And so, uh, you know, but I was very certain that, you know, should they give me enough time to communicate effectively what my thoughts were, my vision was, um, I, I call it preliminary vision because my philosophy is I listen to lead. And so, you know, I don't, I'm not a person that walks in and just says, okay, here's what I'm going to do. You know, while I've done my homework and I have a very good sense of all the players involved, uh, a number of different relationships in the different sectors, at the end of the day, you know, you got to make sure that your approach is reflective and not prescriptive. And so, um, you know, I did provide them at some point during the process, um, a strategic plan that outlined what I thought were, you know, some of the biggest needs, uh, as well as some observations about the current state of uh, of the chamber that I wanted them to know that I was aware of
0: okay i don't know if you heard that cory he dropped the bar right there he said you gotta hey, listen, listen to lead i like that one right there hey listen that's what Thank made you. me bring him on the, on the on the on the cast man when he he when we were talking that's the first thing he said to me i listened to lead listen to lead oh man that's a bar that's right there. yes sir i like Thank that you very I like much that. <laughs> absolutely hashtag, <laughs> hashtag listen <laughs> to lead i like that a lot um so for those out there who um because we have a lot of people who are in business that uh watch our show listen to our podcast uh for those that don't know the benefits of joining um the chamber, what would you say is um, the biggest benefits and in and of someone you know joining the African American Chamber of Commerce?
1: Well, you know, um, while I'm not a big fan all the time of dropping, you know, putting things into silos, such as like the African American Chamber of Commerce, mm-hmm. um the, the number one the number one thing that's gonna bring to the table is social, you know, um culturally relevant, um, culturally centered. Um, programming you know okay it's going to it's going to be done in a way facilitated in a way that's going to lean towards your strengths and and also more importantly reflect um, more you know intimately what some of your interests are your concerns uh, and accentuate um, some of the strengths of your business so when it comes to programming we're talking about from a networking standpoint you know um, providing opportunities for you to network with other professionals of like mind like spirit uh, that you can actually build with we're going to introduce you if you're not already familiar with the whole concept of uh, cooperation and different ways that you can collaborate, um, you know, strategically so that you can go after, you know, larger contracts. You can build capacity. Um, you know, in addition to that, we're talking about technical assistance, you know, procurement, um, literacy. And that is walking through the whole process of, uh, you know, whether it's state, fun- I mean, state funded um, you know, projects or, or city or local type of situations, how to navigate through that in the right kind of way so that you can be considered, you know, a serious candidate. Uh, if it's, um, you know, partnering with other um, stakeholders, um, you know, that may assist you through the process of getting uh, credential to certify things of that nature, uh, we want to assist in that space. Uh, you know, for um, the different tiers of businesses, we want to make sure that we're as relevant to your big businesses as to those who just have an, a nagging idea that, uh, that is persisting and they're waiting, you know, they're looking for ways to, to further develop it. So we want to make sure at the end of the day we have something for all tiers. Uh, It can be anything in the space such as uh, innovation. It can be um, trade, you know, whether you're talking about e-commerce or even getting into other components of of business like agriculture, you know, maritime, the whole nine. Uh, We want to make sure that we're able to do that. And then, you know, um, as advocates um, of certain policies or developers of certain policies that are further, you know, uh, level the playing field. You know, you can rest assured that the chamber is going to be able to do that. Um, and, and then we're, you know, as I mentioned earlier, when I listen to lead, it's putting yourself in a position where I'm actually serving. You You know, there's a lot of people that are saying, hey, you know, the chamber should do this, the chamber should do that. And I think I mentioned this to Corey. I said, listen, tell everybody that has a business, everyone that's an entrepreneur, professional, come home. Let's come home now to the chamber because, <laughs> you know, we're looking forward to serving you. But, you know, I'm not going to serve you if you're still on the outside. I can take your order when you're on in the inside, and if you're on the outside still talking, well, you're from this place I call I'm Just sayingville You know, you're just talking right now. You sound good, and you still may be upset. Well, as soon as you heal, come back home so that we can work it out.
0: Understood. Understood. So, you know, um, for those out there are watching this or listening to this, uh, you know, he just gave you a lot of value <laughs> right there. That's a lot of value, and come on home. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. yes, and sir. Also, like you said, um, he's listening to lead. So, you know, you can't just talk about it. You have to, you know, actually take action. Right. It's about that's taking it, action. We want to yeah. be
1: a part of the solution. But, you know, if you're going to say, hey, what are you doing about this? What are you going to do about that? But um, at the end of the day, when I ask you, are you ready to be a member? And you say, no, nah, what happened? OK, so I'm not sure. What are we talking about? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like my man Meek say, you know, what, is he, what are we talking about? Like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, listen, man. Um, you give us a lot of information. Um, before we get you out of here, though, I have to ask you a couple questions. Uh, first, um, I see that you're big on leadership, right? Um, and we one of the things we like to do with our audience is to give them book recommendations, right? So we have people who give them book recommendations all over, whether it be a um, anything in the finance space, it could be um, something um, personal help. Yeah, personal help and self improvement. But I see that um, I was going to ask you, do you have any sort of like leadership books? Because um, what I'm hearing from our conversation is a, is a lot of leadership. And you said your master's is in what, organizational management or something like that? Organizational leadership. 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 OK, leadership. Yeah. yeah. So I was going to ask you mm-hmm. specifically, if, 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 if people out there um, who are watching, what kind of book would you give someone or recommend for someone who's trying to like, you know, study leadership?
1: You know, there's a simple book because um, I don't I, you know, I don't like to recommend these giant colossal books that you look at and you say, all right, this is the book I'm going to, I'm going to read for life. Like, no, we're not doing that. But um, you know, um, there's a simple book out there and and it's not to say anything about anyone in terms of what the reading levels are or levels of understanding or comprehension, but it's a book that I enjoyed much and it's called leading with a limp and leading with a limp talks about, you know, uh, not transformational leadership, but transparent leadership. And that is, You know leading in a way that you can actually create a more intimate space with the people that that you lead because they know that that you're a human they know that you know you may have the same types of challenges and fears that they may have but because of your 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 sense of purpose uh being very you know um intentional and deliberate and your discipline overall that's the reason why you're in that position so leading with a limp also allows you to um to be able to provide you know greater leadership by way of example Um, and and also foster the kind of environment where people feel that when they're uncertain or they may mess up, that they can actually talk to you. And often, you know, when you're the leader, you're running around like a scene from Ferris Bueller, where you're trying to chase people that are are cut in class or don't want to do certain things. And that's not really the position of a leader. A leader is supposed to inspire the people that they lead, you know, light a fire inside of them, not a fire under them. And so leading with Mm. a limp allows you so, you know, to, to be able to bars. sorry, got to pause for that, right? So, <laughs> like non
0: DeMarco, I heard that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right, right, hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> <Right> here, <so. laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, you want to make sure that at the end of the day that, you know, you're leading in such a way that you're lighting a fire inside of somebody, um, not, not under them, because at the end of the day, when they are in a certain situation, and they may not meet your you know your standard or the, the mutually accepted standard. you want to invite them you know to talk to you about it so that together you can work through it because um, if not, then you're only as as strong as that person's weakness, and you know that's you, you want to develop so leadership is also about a level of development, but many times people stay stuck in their following uh, the follower position because they see the leader as being this person that's like almost above approach, and that's really not the case. So when I show you that I got dense bruises, blemishes that I'm human, I bleed too. At the end of the day, when you stumble and things of that nature, you're not so caught up in, well, look, I see how much I'm not like him. Instead, you're focused more so much on how we are alike. And you're able to you know, break down those walls of communication, work through it, and then further um, develop yourself because I started from somewhere as well.
0: Wow, man. man. Yeah. Like I said, bars right there, right? Yeah, he's um, dropping man. gems. Yeah, and, and I know I appreciate that book too, because that's the first time we've heard that one. And um I'm gonna go look that one up. So um now man, you have given us a lot of gems in this uh this short thank time. You, man. So um for the people out there watching, how can they uh get more information or get in contact with you or the organization to uh come on home as you say?
1: Well, listen, they can thank you very much for this opportunity, first of all. And I really want to you know, thank Corey for uh, pulling me aside and us having a quick dialogue that led to this opportunity. So, uh, and I'm looking forward to building with you guys in the near future. So absolutely. in any way, shape or form, you know, you guys let me know what that looks like. You know, you have my, you have my hitter. I'm out. Like, you know, just give me some time so that I can work it in my schedule and, and we'll continue. So this is just, this is not an interview. This is an introduction. All right.
0: Yep. absolutely. Um, That's love. That's love. Uh,
1: sorry. Bars again. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> just
0: <laughs> but, yeah. but but is there a site for uh for our listeners yes, to go sir. check out what you got yes, going sir. on?
1: With this? They, they can go on to the you know, they can they can check us out at uh, AA Chamber, you know www.aachamber.org. Um if you want my email, they can shoot me an email directly as well at dwest at if they have any questions or anything of that nature. If they're ready to come home, literally they can just say I'm ready to come home in the subject line and for information. <laughs> And uh, and and let's go, you know, but really, I, I really want to make sure that to all the businesses out there, all the professionals out there that are ready to build the business. It doesn't matter where they are. You know, my mentor told, taught me there's three stages to a business. And I'm looking forward to serving all three stages of businesses out there, the embryonic, the emerging, the established business out there. I'm looking to serve them all, but they just need to come home first. All right.
0: Understood. Listen, man, we appreciate you. Um, you mentioned a couple of things, man, the, the transparency and listening. Like like I said, yeah. I, could tell, I could tell you study leadership just from, like, this conversation. And um, I appreciate all the gems that you imparted upon us, man. Before we get out of here, Corey, you got any, anything you want to say? I just want to say, uh, uh, say I appreciate the time and, and, and all the, you know, you drop gems like a battle rap out here. Like you was battle rapping <laughs> tonight. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's
1: anybody out there, anybody out there that want to see me the
0: we definitely appreciate you. I know you just, you know, you, you, you know, just got an office and I know you're busy. So we want to say thank you again for your time and for our listeners wow. out there. Make sure you share this content. Make sure you look up and see what he's got going on. It's a new regime. And um, as you can see, man, he's, he's, he's bringing it, man. You got a new leader. So um, as we always say, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep. Game elevates, and we'll see y'all later. Peace. Peace.